0: What's up guys, welcome to another episode of the Social First Movement. Before I dive into things, again, the Social First Movement is us talking about branding, creative, marketing, and business, and how really to be social first in a a selfish world, and if you can take a selfless approach to business, then the potential is really limitless. So um, today we have an amazing guest, someone that I've watched from afar. I've talked to multiple times and I'm just obsessed with what they're doing, how they're doing it, um, and that is Dr. Scott. So, mm-hmm. welcome, welcome, Dr. Scott.
1: It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Appreciate it.
0: Uh, before we really dive into everything, give me, give me your background, kind of give me your story from you as a kid to, to where you are now and, and how that's evolved, because I think it's such an important aspect of, of like being able to connect with someone mm-hmm. is actually knowing their their story and their origin. so Mm hmm yeah
1: well well first off I just want to say you know socially first that's just the perfect concept you know whether it's in business or in life or just anything you know we're just really all based off connections and connecting with different people and um, that's kind of how I was raised too is that I was very fortunate to have amazing parents both my parents uh, you know had jobs they worked um, to keep our family together and always talked about you know, helping other people so i really just had that upbringing which was very helpful to then transition into becoming an adult yeah. and working um and you know growing up i was just, you know an average kid i just liked playing sports hanging out with friends i'm from boston so that's why i say sports, yeah, sports. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and i just always knew that you know i was meant to help people and i just i mean i feel like a lot of people have that uh that feeling or that drive Um, I just didn't know how I wanted to do it. And it wasn't until I started learning more about anatomy and the human body and just what we're capable of that I started to really, you know, dive deep into healthcare. And one thing kind of led to another. What age
0: was this probably at that you?
1: It's Probably like high school was when it, (laughs) because when I was in elementary school, I wanted to be an actor because I was, charming in the school play (laughs) so I thought I was gonna be an actor and then it switched over to um, you know just loving sports I love soccer Um, that was my sport growing up and then high school I just realized I was really good at science anatomy physiology all that stuff yeah Um, and I just knew that I wanted to be some sort of doctor I didn't know what kind I was like I could figure that out once I get to college so I went off to college and studied medical biology and that's when I learned really quickly that I did not want to be a medical doctor. Um, I just felt like the approach didn't suit me. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was social first, which actually that's perfect. Why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> it felt like it was a lot more of, you know, a plus B equals C yeah. rather than saying like, Oh, this is so-and-so. This is uh, Johnny. He's coming in with this thing. Yeah. Why is Johnny coming in with this thing? Let's get to know him as a person so we can actually make real changes um to his lifestyle Sounds
0: like a lot of problem solving to oh, an extent.
1: it's straight up creativity yeah. you know people don't think of doctors as being well unless it's like an emergency room they don't think yeah. of doctors as being creative you know it's a person has this symptom you're supposed to do this treatment and this is the result when really there's so many things that lead to different symptoms that it's really just guessing if you're doing that but when you actually get to understand the person you got to get creative you say okay you know, why are you doing this throughout the day? What if you started incorporating more of this in your lifestyle? Mm. How do you think the result would
0: be That's interesting? I've never even thought about it like
1: that trial and error. You right. know, I talk about chiropractic often in the office, obviously, but I also like talking about other things. I talk about, you know, someone's emotional state or their mental state or um, their nutrition, their mm. hydration, their sleep, like all these different things are contributing factors to not just how you feel, but also how you function.
0: Yeah. I mean, you were touching, sorry to and I interrupted no, no, you, you but um, you were touching on how you not going into the medical field really would be, was not social first, and, and that was like kind of then where you started transitioning to wanting to become a chiropractor. Yes. What age was that at? What, you said that was roughly in college? Oh, yeah, that was all in college. Okay, and what was the, progr- like the remaining story progression from there?
1: Yeah. So when I decided, well, uh, another part of that too, was I was working as a dental assistant, um, okay. like interning when yeah. I was in college. And again, that's doesn't get less social than that. Cause yeah. you have your hands in someone's mouth. They can't talk back <laughs> to you. Uh, it's, it was ridiculous. Um, so I was like, definitely don't want to be a dentist yeah. anymore. But yeah, then I flew out to California, um, to check out this uh, chiropractic school and, the cool thing is, yeah, I didn't know anything about chiropractic yeah. and I was learning little bits and pieces, but it was the atmosphere that sold me. Mm. You know, I, got, I was sold more so on the school and the vibes and the atmosphere than I was on chiropractic. Interesting. And that brings up a good point that people are willing to make decisions based off their emotions more so than the facts. Yeah. Most people, uh, unless you're very analytical, then it's the other way around. But people are always willing to make uh, decisions based off how they feel. So I, you know, I applied to the school, got accepted a week later, and uh, moved to California, not knowing anything about chiropractic, just knowing that, you know, the way that that school made me feel, I want to make other people feel. That's and awesome. what better place than immersing self in that environment? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, was, it all just became about human connection.
0: And you then, know. so you were, how long were you in California for?
1: That was uh, three years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so and then you made the move to Austin? And then moved from California to Austin. I've been here about a year and four months.
0: Okay, and so what made you want to move to Austin? Or was there an yeah. opportunity that arose? How did yeah. how did that come out?
1: So it's kind of a combination of different things. Uh, one was I was you know, 25, uh, no wife, no kids. So I'm like, where else should I go? I'm like, let's go to Austin, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a big thing. Uh, number two, honestly, was uh, my business partner, Dr. Matt another young guy, another no wife, no kids. Um, and he has a lot of the same values that I do and a lot of the same vibes, which is create an ultimate experience for someone, make them not just feel good you know, physically, but like emotionally, spiritually, all these different things. Um, and just, you know, create something amazing. And when you do that, it's going to attract all sorts of people and people yeah. are just going to want to be associated with you yeah. regardless of chiropractic. Um, So I turned down a bunch of job offers that were, you know, safe, you know, go work for this old school doc, be overworked, underpaid, but learn. And thank God I turned those decisions down to move out here as an independent contractor working with Dr. Matt starting out with zero. So I think I made like, like overall, maybe like 400, $600 my first month here, like nothing. I turned down, (laughs) turned down some good jobs to start off with zero. Um, but because, you know, Dr. Matt and I believed in each other and believed in the, the why and the, the story that we were creating, um, it just was one thing after another. And eventually led to where we are today, which is a very successful business looking for, uh, growth and expansion into other avenues more than just chiropractic, but just how to help the awesome community.
0: Awesome. And how did y'all, how did you and Dr. Matt meet?
1: It's a, it's, a, it's a long story, but no. <laughs> uh, we, um, we actually met in chiropractic school. So, so in California? In California. Okay. He was uh, two years ahead of me in school, Yeah, uh, four years ahead of me in life. Uh, but pretty much one of the things that drew me to him was that, again, we had the very, very similar values uh, mindset. But he would lead a group every week. Um, it was about eight or ten of us, we'd meet at someone's house once a week and just practice adjusting. And practice communication and practice just what it's like to be a chiropractor, or a leader or doctor, whatever. Um, and I still remember the very first time I met him. And he, he tells me this story all the time, too, that, you know, we did our thing for like an hour, two hours with everyone, adjusting, talking, all this stuff. Uh, everyone's packing up their stuff, getting ready to go. And I walked up to him and I was like, Matt, you know, thanks for everything. This was really great. But I just want to let you know I'm going to be better than you one day. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, shit, dude, I like this guy. <laughs> Um, and he just always remembered that. And when he graduated and I like went through the went through school, I then started my own group and led them and started teaching them and all that stuff too. And I'm still in communication with a lot of the students too. Um, just trying to help them out. Um, and he gave me a phone call and he said, it's actually like, it's crazy humbling and just like unbelievable. But he called me, he's just like, dude, I just moved down to Austin a year ago, started a practice, just renting space. All I have is a fold up table and literally nothing else. Oh and he's like, "Do you want to come down here and move down with me and do this with me together?" Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. I was getting messages from other chiropractors, you know, 25 years experience, you know, yeah. beautiful offices, everything you could possibly need. And I said, "Screw it. I'm going to move down to Austin. Had my little baby fold-up table, moved into the practice that he was renting space from, yeah. which wasn't a room. I was pushed all the way in the back corner next to the bathroom in a curtained off area. So people would like walk by my curtain to use the restroom. You could hear people using the restroom as I'm adjusting. I had literally nothing. And a big reason for that was that uh, one of my old mentors said, best best piece of advice I ever got from business is that if you can't pay for it in cash, you don't need it yet. Yeah, And that just stuck with me. I said, okay, if I can't have all the bells and whistles, I can't have you know all the fancy gadgets, what can I bring if I'm not going to spend money? And the truth is myself, mm-hmm. you know, what can I do to make this the best experience possible? What has Matt been doing to make this the best experience possible where he's been able to succeed and I want to be able to succeed too. And then when the money started coming in, then you can start investing in this and that what because then you have the money for yeah. it. Uh, but it all really started from creating that ultimate experience. Uh, which is like uh, this book called The Power of Moments. Yeah, One of the best books I've ever read. It's all about just creating the ultimate experience.
0: Hmm. And so what was yeah. the experience like day one oh where my at, at LifeSpring? Because I, I, I mean, I see it yeah. from what it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And, I, and you talking about what uh, what you can put money into it and mm. so on. I've seen how you guys have transformed the new office, and yes. we'll definitely touch on that. Yeah, um, And it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But what was day one like and Mm -hmm. and but how was day one like in in the sense of you know what what they saw when they came in and I know you already kind of touched on that but then how different was the experience because I mean even if the the location isn't as nice if you brought an experience Mm -hmm. that's all that really matters usually to like an end consumer totally um so yeah if you could touch on kind of what day one was was it was
1: it was all about You know, really trying to get out of my school mind. Yeah. That's the number one thing that most medical, actually just any graduate students, um, struggle with is trying to get, especially if you're communicating with a human, in this case, a patient to get out of your student brain and just be a normal human that just knows chiropractic. So that was the biggest struggle was stop using big words. I didn't use the word cervical anymore. I said, neck, uh, sometimes I use instead of cavitation, I say crack. You know, like that pop sound or yeah, yeah. like just learning the different lingo to be able to communicate effectively. Like keeping it simple. got to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the kiss method. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the most difficult things. Um, transition because I'm like, OK, I have all this knowledge. I just learned all these different things, all these different tricks and stuff. I need to blow them away right out of the water and show them I'm the best. Yeah. And what I realized is when you started doing that, you actually turned people off a little bit because they are, it's almost like an intimidation factor or the fact that they're like okay this is way over my head I don't understand. So really trying to dumb everything down, not I guess dumb it make it make it simpler to really understand what the person needs and what they want and be able to communicate it to them effectively. Say,
0: it's just efficient communicating I mm-hmm.
1: feel like. And it was really about getting out of my school mind and getting into my human mind yeah. and um another thing I really like to um Remember, is that I have two ears and one mouth. You know, try to listen twice as much as you talk. Mm, I like that. Um, that's why the very first, very first day, uh, what makes the experience really great is I'll ask more questions. Um, then I tell. Mm-hmm. you know, because all every part of me, just my being, wants to tell them all these different facts, all these different things. I know That's like, oh, lot. you should do this, do this like <laughs> I'm the same sp- way, exactly marketing, right like- <laughs> oh, I know yeah, I remember your conversation. <laughs> yeah, Luckily, <laughs> I found it all super interesting or I wanted you to keep talking, yeah. but majority of people might be like, okay, this is too much, this is too yeah. much overwhelming. So really just trying to ask more questions. and if someone came up to me and said, Oh, I've been having this neck pain instead of me going, Oh, that neck pain causes this, this, and this. And if you don't do this, instead of doing that, I then took a step back and I said, okay, well, why do you think you're having that neck pain? And they say, Oh, well, I do this at my job or like, I'm always sitting forward. I'm like, okay, what kind of things do you think you should be doing in order to avoid doing that? Oh, maybe I should sit up more and like do this. I'm like, okay, that's good. And then take it from there where it's more of a conversation and they're problem solving themselves rather than me telling and telling and telling. Um, so that was huge. And that, again, that's all socially first. It's, there's no secret to there's uh, actually, so taking it a little bit step back is, um, I've had people reach out to me from chiropractic school or people that just graduated asking like, what our secret is, you know, what's our script? I've had that, what's, what's your script? script, what wow. script do you use? And I'm like, dude, Here. there's no script, yeah. you know, you just go with the flow and be a human and yeah. de- detach yourself from the outcome. That's one of the, I'm really big into affirmations. And that's one of my affirmations is I release all responsibility for manifesting this miracle and remain active in doing whatever needs to be done. It's a that. long one. It's like, but it's really just do what you got to do and just know that the person's going to make a decision based off what they feel and they need. I feel like you can't force anyone to do anything, no, no matter how much information, you information you blow at them. Just listen.
0: I yeah. mean, and, and I feel like that speaks for itself because now, I mean, I, I want you to touch on. How much it's grown, I've, in, I would say like, what the last eight to ten months have been, yeah. nuts. And that was when we opened up the, the new outside, office. And that's from the outside, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's from the outside in, you know, mm-hmm. not even from the inside and being able to see. Yeah. Um, but you guys are doing so much. The new office is mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I actually got, I think when you and I spoke, when we went to the Central Market and we got lunch, mm-hmm. and I had put you on my story someone responded who's older I'm not going to put their name out there but they responded they were like oh my god I'm seeing hi- him everywhere oh yeah I have to uh. go I have to go see him like it just mm-hmm. makes sense I was like that's crazy because yeah. honestly a few months before that you and I were talking about UI Tanner mm-hmm. and I don't think Matt but um, or Dr. Matt we were talking about marketing and advertising and so mm-hmm. on and then it just like organically took off for you yeah and I think that it definitely has to do with you guys stuck to your principles of like really making the experience worth it, being human, really mm-hmm. humanizing your brand. Um, so what, what is, what is a day now like at LifeSpring? How has that evolved? Like where mm-hmm. has, where's uh, LifeSpring gone to in, in the sense of um, in growth really?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing with millennials or younger people is that we're really impatient. Yeah. And that was one of the, most difficult things. How I was talking about before that, just learning how to communicate was really difficult and really big. Being patient and putting in the work. Um, Great things take time. And right now, you know, we're very fortunate where it is in a good situation right now. But man, I think last February, so that's a year from now, was the worst month of my life where literally I was anxiety central, man. Like literally just anxiety through the roof you know panic panic attacks even like here and there because i'm like man i'm putting in all this work i'm meeting with all these different people i'm going to this event that event i'm shaking hands kissing babies i'm doing all these different things (laughs) and nothing's really come out of it yet and you know i just kept sticking to my roots sticking to the affirmation saying okay i'm just going to keep doing what i got to do and just know it's going to work out in the end just keep doing it keep doing it um so it definitely wasn't easy You know, people see what we have now and they need to know it's not an overnight success. Yeah. Um, But after putting in all that work at the beginning, literally going, grabbing coffee, like seven with seven different people a week, um, going to this event, not talking to like no one talking to us or no one signing up for this or that. um, And then being on social media, which I hated at first but just sticking to it and just making shitty, shitty videos, (laughs) talking like a freaking robot, like not knowing anything. Actually, I watched it the other day, some like a video from a year ago. I'm like, dude, this is stupid. (laughs) I'm like, I can't believe it. I can't Can't believe believe it. Why would people watch this (laughs) shit? Um, to what it is now. And it's really special now where now Dr. Matt and I, we know, we get to the office, we know that we have patients lined up for the day. We know that, You know, we're going to be adjusting people. We're going to be, you know, connecting with people. We're going to be talking about um, uh, referring them to other places if they need help with other things, regardless if it's their health or just their life. Uh, Getting different referrals for, oh, I might need some help with this. Do You know, anyone that can help with this and um, creating more of a family setting. than you know, walk in, get popped and leave, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, um, I mean, that's that's been my chiropractic experience every time. Yeah.
0: um, Has just walk in, get popped, leave. And that's it. It's like mm-hmm. literally shake the hand, walk out the door. Yeah. Um, and one thing I think it's amazing going on your guys's page. You guys have, I, I'm guessing your core values on there, which is connect, community, and education. Yes. And I feel like you guys stick to that time yes. and and just hearing you talk, mm-hmm. you are touching on that com- over and over yeah. and over again. Um,
1: nice. I did not get here by myself at all. Yeah. I am not like, you know, crazy special in any way. I don't, I'm not, you know. It's literally just surrounding myself with the right people and adapting to my environment charles darwin <laughs> i like a lot i like quotes i like quotes but i do too i'm a big quote person so yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you 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 charles could the, all, day, all day charles darwin said it's not the strongest or the smartest that survive but those most capable of adaptation yeah it's always the ones that can adapt to their environment and moving down to austin not knowing anyone or anything and not never being a doctor before, literally being brand spanking new and learning how to do that. I had to learn quickly to adapt. You know, it didn't matter that I knew all these facts. Um, it didn't matter that I was really good at adjusting. Mm-hmm. It mattered that I was, I had to learn how to adapt to the situation. Mm-hmm. And. Um, and I I'm, feel
0: like you adapt to the situation and you adapt to Austin's environment, too, Mm -hmm. very well, because Mm -hmm. that's two different things. Oh, yeah. Um, Understanding Austin's landscape in in the business world um, and the demographic. Mm -hmm. You guys, from the outside in again, I think have just done that so well. The way Mm -hmm. you guys communicate, even from a social standpoint, it feels so authentic and real. Yep. Um, Can you touch on how you really, I would say, Go about touching on your core values on a day to day because mm-hmm. a lot of businesses they'll have core values but they do nothing uh, to really show them to the world, bring them to life. Mm-hmm. Um, they just use it as almost like the backbone of the business because it sounds good. Yeah. And you guys are actually sticking to your core values and putting that out to, into the world. And I'm curious on how how you and how other businesses can actually rep or er, replicate the same system and and use their core values to their their actual Mm -hmm. advantage
1: i think it really stems down to what you just said replication and consistency is um you know our core values are do whatever we can to give the patients the best experience possible um whether that's you know when they just stepped in the office and just how they uh, felt or to the actual adjustment um so i mean dr matt and i we get um, contacted by people all the time now that we're um, starting to become more well known saying Oh, I'd love to be able to connect and have you guys do this or do this or do this. And we only like to make connections with people that we get to know as people yeah. and that we know that we can, uh, that they will actually be able to help our patients because mm-hmm. nothing would be worse than, you know, this CBD company. I just say CBD because we get blown up every day by CBD companies saying, Hey, do you want to make this much more money <laughs> organically? Well, um, and yet yeah, CBD is great, but th- it's not chiropractic. Yeah. Which is why Dr. Matt and I don't sell CBD in the office, even though, yeah, we could, you know, make a little bit more money from doing that, but it, it ruins the experience. And yeah. the experience that we're creating is all chiropractic. Mm. If you want CBD, we have, I, I know Dr. Matt and I. We both have different places that we can refer you to that we trust because we've gotten to develop relationships with them, so we know them as people. Um, that's one of the biggest ones is, you know, being really hesitant to let people into our circle right away mm-hmm. and to refer them to our patients because we love our patients we trust them they're part of the family and it's kind of like uh, I don't know I guess it's like a you know parents with like a teenage daughter and like you know, they want to go out on their first date as a dad I, I, I'm gonna be like who was this guy yeah. well, <laughs> who was it let me know his family what's his upbringing <laughs> what's his <ad>? you know <laughs> Where, where's his address all right what's his phone number all that stuff you want to get to know them because You know, that's your daughter, you love your daughter. Uh, We treat our patients as if they're family Um, and we truly wouldn't want to treat them unless we um, we wouldn't want to treat them ways that we wouldn't want to be treated ourselves and the consistency of just doing that over and over again just, you know, really burned into our, uh, like into our brain, just how we function Mm -hmm. where now it's like a, it's like a reflex. You know, I don't get tempted when someone says, Oh, could you use 10 new patients a week? I am like, nah, Nah, I can't, I can't handle that. They're like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all I get on LinkedIn. Mm It's like, uh, like not even a high, like no No. introduction. It's just like, do you want 50 new leads a week? I'm like, Mm -hmm. shut the fuck. Yeah. 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 Every single time.
1: (laughs) Uh, Dr. Matt always likes to say, um actually we have a five-year wait list right now so get back to us in five years <laughs> he's a little dick sometimes but that's it's what, so what makes it fun
0: watching <laughs> on your core values so you guys obviously bring those to life through through yourself and matt but you guys also bring that to life through how you communicate on social media mm-hmm. and content marketing talk more about uh your approach to content marketing and kind of why it matters and how it's helped Lifespring. because I, I mean you guys do a lot on on youtube on your guys's highlights, your Instagram stories, the way you have uh people coming on your Instagram stories, the content that you guys are regularly creating on on mm-hmm. your your feed also. So, if you could touch on kind of just the importance of your guys's content marketing mm-hmm. and the why and how is behind everything.
1: Um, so I think it really stems back to, you know, the old school way of networking of literally going up to someone and grabbing coffee with them and talking to them for an hour and to actually know them and social media uh, Instagram uh, This is probably the biggest one for us. Yeah, um, but Instagram is a way of doing that But on a larger scale. Yeah, and we try to treat it as that where we put up a lot of different posts that you know show how we adjust and Uh, what we're doing and why we're adjusting so it's not just you know cool pops or things like that we say okay this person has this going on and we adjust it and this is why Um, some of the videos are more of like clickbait where it is like a cool pop so adding some variety into that but also showing you know pictures or messages of again back to our core values of why Um, our stories that we put up you know, aren't always about chiropractic. I'd say maybe like 50% is chiropractic. The other 50% is, you know, I put up a story today about how it snowed last night yeah. and I'm just like, you know, this doesn't really count because I didn't have to shovel, you know, just a little bit more about me. Yeah. Um, Cause then as people are watching this, there's going to be that one thing. And I remember like it's the mo- It can be the most random thing. What people see. I remember I put up a video one time. Like, okay, drink more water. And people are like, oh man, I need to drink more water too. I also need to set up an appointment with you. I'm gonna come in on this. Day. Like, because they just get to know you as a person. Yeah. And when they get to know you as a person, they trust you. And when someone trusts you, they're willing to pay top dollar to be with you rather than go with someone else that they don't know as well. Um, so that's how that's Matt and I's approach is it's almost
0: like the Amazon effect. Like oh, yeah. a lot of people. You could find something cheaper online nine yeah, out of yeah. ten times, but the other nine out of ten times people are going to buy it off Amazon because they yeah. trust Amazon. So it's like the same approach. Exactly. Route, but like the no. same approach for y'all. Mm-hmm. Almost. People mm-hmm. trust y'all, love your experience and they're willing to pay top dollar to be yeah. a part of that.
1: Yeah, I, exactly. They tried it like there. It's crazy. It's like, you know, people really want to be around us now that they've seen what we've created. Uh, we had to kick some patients out of the office because they just wouldn't leave and they were chatting too much. We had to do that yesterday. Uh, we love them. We love <laughs> I mean, them. I that's a but, great yeah. problem to have. We we're like, don't, shows- you guys, don't you guys have to go to work? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing here? Um, but yeah, that's no, a great problem to have. And it just shows that, you know, it's really about the environment that we created and the experience that we've been able to create and most of what we've been, I mean, we didn't just come up with this on ourselves like that. Uh, it was really, you know, Dr. Matt talks about how a lot of the stuff in the office, uh, he was inspired by different coffee shops in the area mm. or different businesses or different things that we've seen online. Um, I like watching videos about chiropractic or chiropractic offices or anything like that to hear how these chiropractors are communicating or to see how they're adjusting or to see their process and take little bits and pieces that way I can create my own thing. Um, I do that both of what stuff I like so I can incorporate it, but also what stuff I don't like so I can be sure to avoid that. Um, a lot of what we've been able to create has been from making tons of mistakes yeah. um, and then learning from them. I yeah. know uh, I've made my fair share of tons of mistakes. You know, some of them you know, came with a financial burden, other ones you know, I just learned just because it's made me feel like shit after. I'm like, yeah. oh man, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Um, but ultimately it's allowed us to you know put everyone else first you know
0: and so how have you guys continued to really build a community because I see you guys doing and being a part of a lot of events like mm-hmm. for example this past weekend you guys did something with Ocean Lab right oh yeah yeah wasn't was this there. past yeah. weekend yeah, yeah. Uh, so. where it was the all throughout the night you guys were doing like you guys were actually working on people then mm-hmm. I've seen also that you guys have had events mm-hmm. at the actual office mm-hmm. and I mean I'm always consuming and so I always see uh, you guys are just out and about and actually trying to drive a community and it's been extremely mm-hmm. successful. How can, how have you guys actually done that? And then how can other businesses really do that in a local landscape? Cause I think a lot of businesses or brands struggle with trying to build a community in, mm-hmm. in a local area, but they hear about how important it is to do so um, and mm-hmm. no one really ever gives I would say a ton of value into actually how to do that, how to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys could shed some kind of shed some light on mm-hmm. that.
1: The number one book I've ever read in my life is also just so happens to be the only book I've ever read in one sitting. Uh, it's called the go giver and it changed my life. I read it and it took me two hours just because or two and a half hours. Just Cause I was like pausing every once in a while to think. And it all basically comes down to the fact that the best way to become successful is by giving um so matt and i that was actually matt's number one requirement if i moved down to austin to work with him he's like you have to read this book and thank god he did i now leave it in my office just like right there in the office that way if anyone ever asks what that book is i just give it to them i say Mm -hmm. bring it back next week after you read it and every time they thank me like this is a good book um the go-giver i don't know who it's by um but through the different relationships that we've created when we create them with people that we trust and that we know that they're experts in their field. We want to do whatever we can to help them succeed. You know, we want to give, give, give. And the old school chiropractic way was to have different health talks in your office where the chiropractor gets up there and talks about, you know, all the different stuff that they know to really show how great they are and that the office is amazing. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to create the same sort of thing but instead of us talking about how amazing like the office is or how much we know instead create a platform where people come into our office but are then being uh, but then listen to someone you know like we had uh shay shay boland come in and talk about his experience with uh, uh addiction mm-hmm. uh as well as you know his his coaching that he does through both personal training but also just men's awareness and a bunch of different things and talk about his story, where now people that are follow Shay, you know, we're able to become more aware of what we're doing and see that we're together and that we're helping each other out. So it just made our community that much stronger and that much, um, or that much bigger. Yeah. And then we brought in uh, Dr. Jess over at Generator Labs to talk about uh, Generator Labs and uh, her approach to health and wellness and recovery and all that stuff. And again, it was able to allow us to expand our family, our network, as well as expand her family and network, since we have the same values. Uh, so really just by surrounding yourself with people that have the same values as you and doing whatever you possibly can to help them is the best way to then help yourself in return without even having to try. Mm -hmm. Um, that has been the number one best thing is find people that you align with and do whatever you can to help them because it always comes back in the end to help yourself without you even trying. And that's one of the, the tips that it gives in the go-giver is it's all about give, 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 but at the end of the day or at the end of the book, it says, be open to receiving. Yeah, That's one of the most important parts to giving is you have to be open to receiving because it's gonna fucking happen. That's every so awesome. Time. I mean, it's mm-hmm. such
0: a selfless approach. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's so important in today's world. It's like people, people want to be around people. People want to be around businesses and brands that actually, put a positive impact into their life. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: That's one of the big reasons why I'm here is because I know you as a person, I've seen your stuff both on um, Instagram and just in person too. Um, just when you told me what socially first is, I'm mean, that lines perfectly with my values. Um, so this is a way of, you know, expanding my network as well as, you know, anyone that follows me is now following you yeah. sort of thing. So it just helps everyone. Yeah. You know, I would. I didn't even. <laughs> I mean, I know. Like last week, we had to cancel because of yeah. an emergency pop up, and I'm like, okay, next week. Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm here. Like, because I just know that if it's anything to benefit you, it's gonna end up benefiting me because we're on the same mission.
0: Yeah, you know? that's. I mean, that's literally what it is. It's like, um, I was just talking. I think it was to my girlfriend a few days ago. I'm like, it's one. One of the coolest things about Austin, the people I've met here, is like, mm-hmm. people are really trying to help each other. It's genuine. Yeah. It's exactly. It's genuine. No one is trying to do something just for their own for their own like wellness or for only for their own personal gain mm-hmm. um, i mean that 's even how I was connected to you was through Tanner originally connecting yeah. me to you and mm-hmm. it was in like a unselfish way right mm-hmm. um, i mean and I think that's so powerful and it 's so powerful for business i mean how how has that even grown your business by really developing that the a community aspect around what is life spring
1: i mean even before like how it's helped my business is that i really became um accustomed to that mentality back in grad school in chiropractic school because when people think about grad school a lot of time or especially med school they'll think about uh competition yeah where like okay what can i do to get ahead of my classmates what can i do to get the best grade the best gpa the best whatever resume so i can get the best job mm-hmm. and it's kind of, it, it was insane how different chiropractic school was where it was like if someone found an old exam immediately it was up on facebook and everyone saw it so that way everyone can move forward um, if someone was struggling with their um, adjustments in this particular way immediately there were people there to support them make them better Because, and I don't know where, that's just the chiropractic community. And it's insane. I don't, like, it's difficult to know exactly where it came from. It is crazy. And I'm so grateful to be part of it because that's just the way it is in chiropractic. Well, at least the school I went to was, it was always, what can we all do to help each other up? Because ultimately we're going to be helping ourselves because we're helping chiropractic. So Mm -hmm. I was exposed to that for three years. I was constantly giving all the time because I was constantly receiving all the time. So it was actually extremely easy for me to make that sort of transition to Austin yeah. because Austin is very much like that. Yeah. So I was already exposed to it for three years, literally every single day because grad school is every day and all day. Um, so then I just like, I was pretty much saying like, okay, how can I take the same approach, the same mentality that I'm now surrounded by again in Austin and just use it to help grow the practice. Yeah. Where there was never once where I was like, okay, I'm going to give this person, you know, a free adjustment or give this person, you know, a free talk or a free event or something like that. And they'll have to give me this because they owe me like one.
0: expecting something in return.
1: Like, you can be open yeah. to it, but never have to expect it. Yeah. And just know, like, Dr. Matt and I, we still, every yeah. once in a while, we'll get, a, like, a patient come through the grapevine, and we're like, how'd you hear about us? And they're like, oh, you know that event that you did, like, nine months ago. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Nine <laughs> months <laughs> you, ago. You remember that? Yeah. Um, And it's crazy how that stuff works. Just um, just give, give, give.
0: I wish it was like that in the marketing world. Dude, I it's, believe it's it. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's bad it's blood, a, it's, I'm guessing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's, like, such a competition of, like, there, there's just a lot of ego mm-hmm. involved, right? Because it's like my Ego's creative huge. versus your creative, my yes. campaign versus your campaign, my mm-hmm. results versus yours. Whereas like that's, I mean, that's something I, I kind of want to bridge the gap with, with my agency and, and like one of our uh, core values also is like education. Mm-hmm. And um, the way I, you know, I, it bothers me just because it's like, imagine how many people could really be impacted by good marketing. Because marketing, and maybe this is because I have an agency, but to me, marketing is so powerful. Like if if you really think about it, it's not just selling, it's communicating, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. if you could continuously communicate positive stories or different stories that impact humans, then over time you can make an impact. And I think if, this could sound corny, right? But like if marketers, agencies, whatever creatives you want to call it, Mm -hmm. came together, helped each other, and we're more part like, or more like that chiropractic community, it mm-hmm. seems, then imagine the difference they could make. Cause I mean, the, so many of these businesses that you work with, they have such a large reach. Yeah. So imagine all the people you're reaching. And if you could work alongside other people just to to, to get better at your craft, imagine how much you could impact mm-hmm. a group, right? Um, I mean, and, and that's so beautiful though, that, that the chiropractic scene is like yeah.
1: that. Um And that was always the the thing that we talk about is that you know uh like when you first start doing something if no one else is doing it you seem crazy or weird yeah. but then once you get like uh, i think it was the 10% rule yeah like 10 or 15% once you get 10 or 15% of the community to start doing it and then starts to become normal and then it's a giant cascade um or giant elevation i guess mm-hmm. other way um But that's what our mentality all was, was, okay, all we got to do is get the majority, well, 15% of people in America to start seeing chiropractors. And then we're all going to benefit because then it's going to become the norm. Yeah. Um, And so that's why, you know, we've had people come into the office that, you know, travel from further away. So I just say, hey, like, I would love to be able to refer you to a chiropractor here or there. I've had people come in that say that they can't really afford it. Um uh, can't afford our prices or our time or anything like that. I said, okay, how about we refer you over to this chiropractor? Then you can see them, you know, cause ultimately, you know, if we're a good fit, th- then perfect, you know, I don't want someone in the off. Well, I mean, I would love to be able to help in any way I can. Um, but if we're not a good fit for you, you know, I don't want you to feel forced to come in, I'd much rather have you go somewhere else where that is a good fit for you, where you're still getting chiropractic care. Um, but not feeling like you're, you know, having to go out of your way for it. Yeah. Um, and really that, and that's why Dr. Matt, and I stay in our lane. I don't, I recommend like, you no know, smaller, like exercises or stretches or movements and stuff, but I'd say it goes to uh, this personal trainer and they'll really be able to help you yeah. or go get this massage therapist or go do this or that. I've I've, I've, I've I've been referring my accountant the other day. I was like, yeah, go see my accountant for this. Um, go see my, um, uh, leasing agent for this, like just all over the place. I mean,
0: but I think that's the, the difference too, is you're not that's how you're not being selfish in the, in the sense mm-hmm. of if they can't be your client, you're not just like, oh, okay, well have a great day. Yeah. No you're way. seeing how, how else you could positively impact them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and still trying to help them, but that could lead to business in the future, right? Like Every you, time. yeah. You being the best person possible to, to the person who can't afford you Well, they might have a friend who can. Exactly.
1: And we've referred people out who have then, you know, but started seeing another chiropractor, but have referred their friends to us yeah instead and that speaks volumes yeah
0: so um transitioning a little bit mm-hmm. where where do you see the future really going for life spring and for yourself like uh, i just don't mm-hmm. see you and matt only staying here like yeah i see you two trying to do a lot in this world and mm-hmm. and just i mean your core values who you two are, are as individuals the way what you guys talk about feel like there's a lot mm-hmm. more that wants to be done, uh, in this scene or not in this scene, yeah. but just in this world, mm-hmm. how are you guys going to attack that? And where, and, and yeah. just kind of give me a little bit of insight there.
1: Some of my favorite things is sometimes at the end of uh, long days of in the office, which are Mondays and Wednesdays and the long yeah. days we'll kind of just like sit back and just chat sometimes just him and I, cause it's crazy when, because we're just so similar, but so different at the same time. And we're like, man, you know, we're changing the way chiropractic is seen nowadays. You know, when you think chiropractic, a lot of times you think of an old white guy going around popping someone's back. Yeah. You know, that's usually like the picture people have in their heads. They don't see, you know, young guys making videos, having fun. I had a patient the other day come in whose birthday it was. So I put on in the club by 50 cent blasting through the (laughs) office and she was getting down and twerking and stuff. It was crazy, but we're just talking about creating some sort of consulting, um, platform or coaching platform where we can really teach people not just chiropractic or not just, not just teach chiropractic, but just teach people a different way to health. Um, where it really is prevention first where it is really do whatever you can to keep yourself healthy rather than wait for the signs and symptoms to occur and then just try to cover those up. Um, And one of the biggest places that struggles with that is New England, Hmm. which leads me into the fact that I'm gonna be moving back to Boston. Uh, My goal is spring of 2021 to move back there and open up my own practice. Uh, I'm gonna be calling it Limitless Chiropractic. Oh, wow. Because human potential is nearly limitless, especially if you Amen. have a fully functioning nervous system, yes. um, and that will then brand out to you know limitless this, limitless that. So there's going to be big stuff happen in the future. Wow, that um, is big. That is big. Fucking exciting. It's big. So everyone thinks I'm crazy because no. of what I've what I've developed here. Yeah, no, you're just gonna leave all this behind and. Part of me is like, yeah, only a crazy person would leave, but also only a crazy person would have came down here and done what I did, uh, what I've continued to do. And I'm giving everything to Matt just because, you know, he deserves it. Because again, he's on the same mission as me. You know, I, there's like <laughs> Matt and I never even signed our contracts at the very beginning. But <laughs> like <that's from> when <laughs> I moved down here, we, I remember cause the analytical mind being a student, I was writing up this and that, and this and that, like pages worth of like legality stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then Matt and I just never even signed the paper. I don't even know what the papers are. Uh, we just trust each other because it's good. On the, so it it, it, it is better that way. Yeah. But at the end of the year, I'm going to be giving Dr. Matt everything. I plan on traveling. Uh, I want to go live in Fiji for a little bit, which is a story all on its own. I, I guess it actually comes down to the whole giving thing, too, is I really want to you know, create content of me adjusting a lot of people in Fiji and really promoting chiropractic in the Fijian culture because mm-hmm. they really want it there, but they don't know how to really immerse it into the culture, or how to make it norm. Mm-hmm. And I said, what better way than telling a story through yeah. video and through testimonials and. Yeah. So I really want to be able to do that for a couple months and get away from America, but while still adjusting and just all that stuff too. And then again, just leave and start creating something else. And I, people don't think of chiropractic as something creative. They think of it as popping backs, but there's so much creativity to it. And I wouldn't have done it unless it had that creative aspect because I was telling you before we started that if I didn't go into healthcare, I probably would have gone into video productions yeah. because I love creating. Um, and I love creating businesses. I love creating experiences. I love, uh, creating happiness. Um, and what better way to do that than with my skill right now as a chiropractor and, you know, eventually it'll lead into other things. I know Dr. Matt wants to start a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And again, he's going to have the same exact principles, which is, you know, educate, uh, community and connection, you know, but this time it'll be through coffee. How? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a barista, (laughs) but I have total faith that he's going to be able to do that. And Matt and I talk about it. Right now, our skill and our passion is chiropractic, but ultimately, we are entrepreneurs. The word gets thrown around a lot, but entrepreneurs and business mindset that like to create good experiences. Right now, it's through chiropractic. In the future, it will always be through chiropractic, but it could also be other things as well.
0: I mean, it sounds like you two are just two individuals who want to make a compound effect on mm-hmm. the world and on the people you guys connect with
1: it's freaky it's scary big time it's a lot of responsibility it's like freaking uh, uh spider-man <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad act- i mean it's yeah. so
0: awesome mm-hmm. um and that's crazy that you're gonna be moving back to. The i moment. know People now you're I'm just nuts. gonna have to to watch my dolphins whoop your ass every year <laughs> unless
1: unless they pick up brady you know who knows dude i don't know what the hell's gonna happen with brady <laughs> uh,
0: let's transition a little bit into just non-business stuff Um mm-hmm. what do you think about brady is he, is he leaving or is he that super going? bowl
1: commercial got me he's a hundred percent he's staying in the league hundred percent yeah that's that's it because he needs to again like promote tb12 and the method of you know being able to really um, do this the t v twelve method to um reach peak performance uh will he stay in new england ninety nine percent yes, just because again the experience you know the culture that he 's created i can 't picture him ever going anywhere else and I can't just, either. you know it just wouldn 't be the same story it wouldn 't be the same culture it wouldn 't even be a good story. oh, he moved to this place so he could be eight and eight you know or something like that but
0: or even like obviously if he stays in New England, he could win a Super Bowl but even going to a just off the top Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender, like I don't know, it's just his legacy being a New England Patriot for so long. That's what he and is. Me being a Dolphin fan, having to see it for so fucking long. Yeah, I feel bad, man. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like one day you'll probably, you'll probably adjust him,
1: dude. That's 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 the goal. Matt and I, uh, I remember this was when I first moved out here. He's like, all right, let's write down like one celebrity uh, that we want to adjust, one celebrity, or one athlete, yeah. or whatever. Um, so we chose someone in Texas. I said Matthew McConaughey. I was like, that'd be dope. And after yeah. I adjust, we go, all right, all right, all right, something <laughs> like that. I forget mean, who Matt put down, some, like, country singer or something like that. Um, but, I man, I still got a couple months here until I can see what I can do to make that happen. I
0: say, you'll, you'll make that. You'll, Dude, you'll, you'll adjust Tom Brady. Brady. Be, oh, yeah, and eventually, yeah, yeah, Tom
1: Brady or Tom Brady's or Giselle, actually. Oh, I wouldn't mind that yeah. instead. <laughs> that's wild. Um, so
0: you said that's spring 2021. 20,
1: spring 2021, Is so probably – yeah, because I'm moving out of here in uh, November. Uh, I'm going to just drop my st- drive back up to New England, drop my stuff off Gosh. at like my parents' place or whatever, um, just so I can go travel for a little bit. Um, then once I get back from traveling, then really you know, find a good office, find a place to live, all that type of stuff. But uh, luckily, again, I have the greatest support system in the world, my parents, where I can just drop my stuff off and uh, get ready to start fresh again. So um, awesome. and that's why I really want to travel and do Fiji and all that stuff too, just so I can get my mind right, get out of, uh, I'm just get ready for the next chapter mm-hmm. and really hit the refresh button, but still always remain. I feel like I'll always be somewhat of an Austinite just because of the experience that I've had down here and the story that I've been able to create down here, both with Matt and with the other people I've been able to connect with.
0: Yeah, dude, it's been amazing yeah. to watch, honestly. That's and nuts. I mean, wrapping up, that was what you just ended on was honestly the perfect perfect way to wrap up but is there anything else that you'd want to kind of give the listeners on just some some form of value of if they are trying to really build a business in the local community kind of what has been one or two of your biggest takeaways so far
1: that you can always learn from someone No matter if you think you're above them or beneath them or something like that, you can always learn whether it was a shitty experience or it was an amazing experience. You know, you can always take away some sort of golden nugget or I know right now I'm taking away, you know, how to do a podcast. Right now, I'm, t- I'm taking in all this information. That's so maybe I'll from do. someone else. Exactly. You're always going to take it from someone. You know, nothing we have was just, you know, created by shout ourselves. Shout out to Tanner. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> so I got to shout out to Tanner because of this. But um, really it's that you can always learn from someone, you know, whether they're in your field or they're not. And then I'd say number two is do whatever you can to support people on the same mission as you. You know, because the more you support them, the more you're actually helping yourself yeah. because you guys are working towards the same
0: goal. That's awesome. So, Man, well, I appreciate yeah. it. I am excited to see your, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see your continuing journey here in Austin, but yeah. fuck, I am uh, no, it's gonna excited be to see you in, in Fiji. Yes. Um,
1: I'm gonna be documenting that whole thing. Yeah. That's going to be, be wild.
0: And, I'm now I'm going to go up for a game in Foxborough, get adjusted, <laughs> yep. and then watch my Dolphins whoop that ass. They me. probably will, because Brady will be gone know, by I was, then. I
1: don't know. Oh, Someone's, oh, I was at that game, too. Yeah, I know you oh were. That, that, that was the best part. Cause yeah, I think you hit me I up after that. I messaged you, because oh, I was like, Jesus.
0: oh, my gosh. we First off, we are such shit the entire season. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go into New England, and yeah. we... We whooped that ass, and you were there, and I was like, oh, this is the moment I was living for. (laughs) I was there.
1: I was on vacation, too, because it's during the holidays, so I had a couple drinks in me and stuff, and I'm like, this is, I'm like, thank God I was at least drunk for that game, because I'm like, this is (laughs) unbelievable. I couldn't believe it, Um, but I I guess I got to get used to it, you know, in the future. But,
0: But, dude, I appreciate you so much uh, for coming on. I hope we do, we'll do it again before you leave to yes. to New England yep. and hopefully one day in New England we'll do this.
1: Oh yeah, you can come out to my spot. Yeah, uh, I, I want. Like, I honestly picture, like, I'm taking a lot out of this out right of this. now of what yeah. I can do in New England. I'm
0: sure you will come yeah. up with something fucking sick. It'll because, be cool. Yeah, your guys' office right now is badass, but dude, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank oh, you so much. Oh hell yeah, so thank you. For, yeah. Oh, that probably oh, hurt your ears. Oh, I, knew that would, <laughs> I knew that would happen. <laughs>